Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We should take a knee for the last three minutes to force this cheap fuck to buy Zoom. Mike knows, like, so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He, like, has, like, the biggest names on, uh, in comedy on his, on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. That we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, <laughs> trends. Obama is the actual devil. Crocodile Dundee was cool. Yeah! Welcome to Hunt with Mike Bridenstine. Mike Breitenstein, shout out Rick Gonzalez, shout out Bad Planet, shout out Jared Barr, shout out None Taken Podcast, shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. If you happen to be in the Los Angeles area next Saturday, June 5th, I'm doing stand-up at Carport Comedy Presents Saturday Night No Fever in Eagle Rock. That monthly show is back. The lineup right now includes friends of this show, Danielle Perez, Jim Hamilton, the Putterboss sisters, Lisa Traeger, Jared Logan, Nick Vaderot. It's got CJ Sullivan, who I will eventually have on this goddamn show. It's hosted by John Durnell and my first friend in comedy, Mr. Mike Holmes. That's 2438 Langdale in Eagle Rock. Doors at 730. Show at 8. Burgers and beer are fucking free. It's outdoors, it's comfortably spaced, and Holmes's burgers are the fucking best. I would never lie to you about a burger. So if you're not a Petri dish filled with COVID-19, come out and watch live stand-up comedy. Man, it feels good to tell you a stand-up date, even if it's just one. But you came here for a show, and I've got the world's greatest panel. John Huck is back, but first time on the panel. He's a Cubs fan. He's a Bud man, I think. He's the host of Speaking Highly from Comedy Central, from Punked, from Superstore, from every waiting room of all my commercial auditions ever. His album is called Compromise Maturity, and he's fucking great on this. John Huck. Mia Jackson is back. One of your favorites, one of my favorites from Last Comic Standing. She has a half hour on Comedy Central. I know for a fact that whenever she's on, it's going to be a good show. Jesse Pop is here. First time, long time. From the mean streets of Detroit, Michigan. From Conan O'Brien. He has a half hour on Comedy Central. Also, he's got comedy albums you should definitely get. Jesse Pop. The Putterboss sisters are back. Danielle and Tiffany. Hey, they're on my show next Saturday. From the mean streets of Ohio, from Kitchen Women, I fucking love them. You will too if you don't already. So without further ado, here are John, Mia, Jesse, Danielle, and Tiffany. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Hey, it's my friend John. (laughs) How are you, dude? Good. Putter Boz. Why do you have to buy new Cubs hats when your other Cubs hats feel fine? Because stuff like this happens. Oh, you got excited in the car. (laughs) I got (laughs) my head jizzes all over the insides (laughs) of the hats when I wear them. I saw this right before on Twitter, and they said, like, how you can tell an elder millennial from a younger millennial. And then I thought I was going to play this on you, but it's a lot of. Elder millennials on this one. 
Uh, <laughs> elder, elder millennials. I just feel like an elder. I, I already like. I don't know what Gen Gen Z Gen X. I feel like I've aged. Maybe I think I'm Gen X. Gen it's X. all. It, I mean, depending on what you look up, it's all different. It's all nonsense. You know. Well, it, it was it was so funny because like. You know, millennials had a few years where they made fun of everybody else for being old. Yeah. Now they're now now they're getting the business too, and they're like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> I am going to talk about that. They're they are getting the business. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is getting the, the business. I wanted to see if uh, who could finish the sentence. This was the test that was on Twitter. They said you're supposed to oh, go God. up to somebody and go, "Peaches come from a can," and then you're supposed to finish that sentence. <laughs> Is that Sometimes. the president's song? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What song is that? You're supposed to go, they were put there by a man. I know that song. Okay, good. Yeah, Jesse what? Pop. I think it should be, how how many miles would you walk? Oh, the Proclaimers? <laughs> the President of the United States of America, Peaches. Yeah. I went to a dinner party and that guy was there and I didn't know who he was. Wow. <laughs> so, who I don't know. The guy? The pre Joe Biden. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it was it's Joe Biden, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton. It's a whole band. They're really good. Good band. <laughs> they have a the good band. The only peaches, I, the age millennial that I'll answer is millions of peaches. There you go. Peaches, That's the one. Millions of peaches, peaches for free. They had because you know I the chorus. Know, yeah. Okay, Mia. What about oh. what about? They also had another hit called Lump. Oh yeah. Who are these people? <laughs> who, are who are the people? Did I miss the name of the artist? Who's the artist? Pre Presidents of the United States. Oh, that's the they, name okay. of the band. I've, yeah. I've heard of them, but I don't. I don't care about anything. You didn't buy do. their. You didn't buy their. You don't have the whole collection. I don't care I don't, about much either. How many you albums know. did they put out? One. Like I know who the greatest okay, hits. I know the they band put out a, one greatest this one album. It's a greatest. I think album. Weird Al did. It's Gump. It's Gump. It's in my oh, yeah. head. Yeah. Weird Al was at that dinner party too. Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> you, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Once you spend enough time in LA, the things that you thought would happen um, are not the things that all you thought would happen. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, I think I was at a dinner party with Weird Al. With, with Weird Al. <laughs> I, I think that did happen. And people are like, what do you mean? And it's like, I don't know. It just. <laughs> that is nothing there. I planned for. I can tell you that. I had a show once at Westside Eclectic or MI's Westside Comedy Theater with Cato Kalin. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, dude, he used to do. He used to do. I did a weird music clubs. video with Kato Kalen. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and a guy that was doing an impression of Mini Me, and they were supposed to be the stars of the music video. Sometimes you really need $400, you know? I think Kato is the guy who always does. John Huck, you can start this. I uh, This is a very important question to me because I saw that. Uh, Carl's Jr. has a new chicken sandwich. So I'm sorry if you don't eat meat. Who has the best fast food chicken sandwich? Settle the chicken wars immediately. I uh, haven't had a, like a fast food chicken sandwich in a pretty long time. Uh, I would say the best chicken sandwich that I've had in L.A. was at Crawford's. 
But oh, the as, the place that just says beer chicken. Yeah. On uh on Beverly and Rampart. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's delicious. Um, <laughs> solid chicken sandwich. But I would say fast food. Carl's Jr.'s always had a pretty good one. Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr.'s. If you Carl's Jr. Hardee's. If you haven't had Hardy. Hardee's. Hardee's. <laughs> Ed Hardy. Ed, Ed Hardee's. Ed Hardee's. <laughs> dazzled. This hamburger is dazzled. dazzled. <laughs> Carl's Hardee's. If you haven't <laughs> had a chicken sandwich from a fast food place, it's a thing now. Well, I mean, yeah, isn't um, isn't that kind of what Chick Fil A sort of brought that competition out and everybody? Yeah, I think no? it was Popeyes did. It was. What did you say? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to speak on it as the one black person on the panel, but I kind of feel because I was like, you know, I was like, let me just. I mean, it's not my area of expertise, but I'm like, I mean, it's not, but I do eat a lot of fast food chicken sandwiches. I'm embarrassed now. So why don't be embarrassed? What's why? the best yeah. one? What's the best well, one? What's your favorite one? Okay. Well, you've I mean, been training you, for this moment. Guys, if you go classic Chick-fil-A, um, just don't 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 put a clip of this anywhere. Um if you go um <laughs> <laughs> now if you go classic Chick-fil-A, because I always like the bag sandwiches. Yes. As a kid, you know, but then obviously they have their um they're hateful. Um and um not like these good billionaires. No, I mean, yeah, and, no, right. God, I just now Pop Popeyes did start the war in the past year, and they also have individual bag sandwiches, which I will say quite tasty. Yeah, they've also I mean, added a fried cod sandwich as well. Why do I know all of this? I'm so sorry, which is delicious. Um, Burger King just created a hand breaded chicken sandwich Burger that King is did? 900. Yes, and it's 960 calories, but it's delicious. Burger King I had, had, I had it the other day. Did you say 960? Is that a lot? Think, I'm fat. I don't know about stuff. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot of calories. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot for one sandwich. For I mean, that's like, that's like yeah. maybe over the course of three or four meals. Don't do this. Right. Don't do this, Huck. Don't do this to me. <laughs> but, if, but he's right. But no, it's too much. But yeah, theirs is, um, they have, and theirs is also an individual Chick fil A type bag. Um, do you remember the old Burger King yeah. chicken sandwich? When I was a little kid, I thought it was awesome, but it's just like a smashed patty of chicken with, yeah. with like mayonnaise. It was elongated, right? Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> Things have gotten better since then, Huck. Yeah, I haven't. Sorry. I haven't. I'm I haven't sorry, had Burger King in a while. No, but sorry people for were jumping on the chicken sandwich. Mia, yeah. lining up. Mia. The pop- there were fist fights over the Popeyes chicken they, sandwich. They were like people, people were killed. fighting. People got killed. See, that's too much. That's yeah. but that people is- got killed for real. Yeah, somebody got killed in Maryland. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the sandwich. That's was a good chicken sandwich, it, man. It was. It was at a. It was in the midst of the lines being all long and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Was it could just? Was it summertime? Was it? Was there heat involved? I feel like if you're waiting for food, you're hungry and it's hot. Like everybody is up for. <laughs> That's when the murders death. come out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you know what? What is it when you're? Yeah, you know, when you're hungry and angry you you're know, hang- and yeah, hangry yeah hangry yeah that thing yeah i brought my hangry gun <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot that's a lot for... pop you're not a big chicken guy no uh well my underrated pick is white castle yeah Ooh. buddy where's a white Why castle not? do they have a white castle here there's none around here but i'm from detroit and you know used to live in new york and they had them and so i'm a big white castle guy I haven't eaten meat for a million years. It's chicken. So. It doesn't count. <laughs> I, I don't have 
done and I don't eat chicken. So I <laughs> I feel like I can't contribute. To I the can conversation. contribute the the truth of the matter is Chick-fil-A for me. And right. condiments the condiments, uh the, you know, those homophobic condiments are really good. <laughs> the hateful ones? Wow. This hateful, hateful mayonnaise is delicious. Multiple ranches, I believe. They uh you can multiple ranches, like mul like different like what kind of ranches? I feel like Waco. Misspeaking, mis <laughs> but I feel like, or maybe Popeyes is the multiple ranches. Come on, Stevenson's it. Ranch, yeah, yeah, Waco, yeah. Skinwalker, Lucas. Oh, it, can I can I, let me add this to the conversation about Popeyes again? These are this is too much for me. Um, there's a they have this package. <laughs> it's a packet of seasoning called Cajun Sparkle. And you have a, when you ask for Cajun Sparkle, you can. Dude, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, it is. One of my friends put me on it, and I was like, "What is? It's extra seasoning." Oh, it sounds delicious. like something strippers would wear in a Louisiana. Oh club. yes, oh. or a yes. stripper's name. That's also a good. Or, yes, that would be a great Cajun Sparkle. Yes. Sparkle. Cajun Sparkle coming to the stage. He could work at a buffet, like at those that are also buffets, you know, where they're like, get popcorn, shrimp, and tits. Definitely works and the lunch shift. Shrimp and tits. Throwing <laughs> shrimp at people. But ripping open the little baggies. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So when she takes her top off, it's just Cajun sparkle, and she has all the spices come out. These are good ideas. Yeah. yeah. My stripper name is Grit. Just Grits. <laughs> he, he could work at the Waffle House. Yeah. I like the waffle. <laughs> What's the best burger? What's the best burger? What's the best fast food burger? Jesse, are you going to say White Castle again? It's it's possible. <laughs> why leave? Why leave the restaurant? You're already there getting the chicken yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I'm already there getting Get the chicken. The burger. I'm going to say White Castle. I'm going to yeah. go double double no tomato. Thank you, thank you. You can trust me. Why? Why no tomato? Ruins it. How? Like the tomatoes what? are kind of gross on. Um, oh, fast in and out. Yeah. Because oh. but tomato? isn't it fresh? I it's think necessary sog. Yeah, I think because I grew up like with McDonald's, and so I was like, a burger has no tomato. Yeah, or also, meat. Also, if it's if tomatoes are <laughs> seasoned, they're just like shitty, like mealy tomatoes, and not <coughs> good anyway. Yeah, it doesn't know. add anything for me. I'm always. Actually, like... I, I'm, Go ahead. I'm sorry to be a Midwesterner hating on In and Out here, but In and Out. I think In and Out is a California thing, and by that I mean definitely is and uh you know i i was like what's the hype and i got there and um the hype is always really real and eh, you know i mean it's okay i moved way too close to an in and out and it never has a line and i feel like i'm supposed to weigh 300 pounds <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that has no line Thank you. What really? about fu what about Fuddruckers? Anyone ever go to Fuddruckers? Oh yeah, I they have a good I burger. I don't know. You could make your own, and I always put tomato on it. That's why I was oh, asking. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good There's fresh a tomato. Here. I don't want to knock your tomato yeah. thing, Huck, but uh, you're wrong about that. You're completely. I know she said you said sog, <laughs> Mia. That's that's a, I get that. I can see that. Before, uh, but uh, I'm okay with it on a home burger. Though. So if you make it like if you're you're chopping yeah. that tomato in the kitchen, you know where it's yeah. thin and yeah, I'm fine with the home. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure that. if I like iceberg lettuce. I make I got I started making smash burgers at home. I got a real opinions. 
It has like I got real opinions. You don't like iceberg lettuce? <laughs> I'm I'm okay without it. Is my point. I got I I said I liked it once, and my friend goes, "That's prison lettuce." I'm like, "What?" It's like iceberg lettuce has no taste. It's the cheapest it's lettuce just, you can uh, get. Crunch. You're getting a crunch off of it. That's it. Yeah, I like it. When you get like the wedge, it. the iceberg wedge, and that's just when you cover it in too much dressing. You can't taste it. It's just a crunch. That's Where I'm good. from, the fanciest salad like you can get is a wedge salad, just a just a sliced iceberg just stuffed with blue cheese, and that's your fancy food. Iowa. Is make it? it. Iowa, right? Yeah. Is where you're from? Yeah. yeah. We went, yeah. When we went to Iowa, I've never – and we're originally from Ohio to Chicago. Which, are, uh, for Ohio. those of you who don't know, is not the same. not the same but uh when we went to iowa it was the only time i ever ordered brussels sprouts and they just automatically came with uh, mayonnaise with mayonnaise and bacon on them pretty cool a lot of mayonnaise yeah a lot of bacon i said i want the brussels sprouts and iowa said you're gonna get it and i think they were i think they were like fried yeah i think they were fried yeah and we were like is this how it goes and they were like yeah and we're like that's how it goes If you try to serve the, if you try to serve people from Iowa right now like regular Brussels sprouts, they would dry heave. They would <laughs> heave. I will say that I don't understand coleslaw anywhere else other than Iowa and KFC. Like you go to, and you go to any restaurant, they give you like dry cabbage, and I'm like, oh, why yes. would I want this? Why the fuck would anybody want this? Why is this on your menu? Take this back, die. And you burn the place down, take off. Catch a little Greek lightning on the restaurant, if you know what I'm saying. By the okay, Potter Boz, Friends yeah. reunion is happening. What's the least believable thing about that show? Where they live. Where they live. Their apartments. Their careers. Yeah. Uh, their apartments. The apartments. The apartments. The, the the decoration that they have like enough money to like afford to like paint their apartment and put all these styles. I'd say, I'd say, sorry to cut you off, but for me, the apartment always got me the most of the, they have a balcony balcony with like these windows. I don't have a balcony. No, (laughs) not just a regular balcony, but like a beautiful, nice, like overlooking New York and all of them are out of work. One One of them them works at a coffee shop. There's no way you could afford to live in a New York apartment while you just serve coffee. Sometimes I should make that show. I've always, um, yeah, I watch TV with, when I'm watching the New York, this is supposed to be New York and this is supposed to be LA. Every time I'm like, no fucking way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a TV writer that's unemployed. I live in a house overlooking Silver Lake <laughs> Reservoir. <laughs> yeah. The fact that there's outside space, there's a balcony overlooking like Manhattan. I mean, I think you you have to have at least 15 uh, brain surgeons. I don't to do get that. why. I don't understand money, but I think you need a house of brain surgeons. Somebody has to over- pay for your for your house. Yeah. Well, the thing that's odd about that whole building, like, because Monica or whatever, they have like a pretty extravagant place, huge. And then Joey and Chandler across the hall have like a regular apartment. That's true. Yeah. So it doesn't even make any sense. It's kind of. <laughs> they they say that's. Like the, the guy, they're bachelors and they're yeah, like. Yeah. Have have bachelor furniture. It's it's. I don't understand what uh, what's going to happen in the reunion. Like, why would we care to know what they're up to now after the pandemic? Because they know? can't. It's illegal to make a show about anything new that hasn't already been made. It's oh, against okay. the law. That makes Every, sense. 
Every day in downtown LA, they set fire to a warehouse that has all original screenplays and scripts in it. And then they drive back to the studio and they look at what was popular 15 years ago and go, dude, shove it down people's throats. They're not going to fucking know any better. Some exec is looking over it, doing the fingers like Hendrix with the guitar. At... You know how the original, there's all these original Charlie Chaplin movies got burnt in the vault that's the same thing they just we don't know it John but Huck. like Hollywood, old hollywood and new hollywood they're like if they're chaplain movies in here it's gonna catch fire we can't, yeah. we can't. <laughs> they made their film the most like flammable thing to ever happen right and then they douse it in chemicals that are also flammable like just the film itself is flammable then you like coat it with everything it's like even more so by the way i and watched uh this weekend i watched tootsie the dustin hoffman story <gasps> I rewatched it recently. It strangely holds up and is relevant. It does. And here's the thing. That dude is an unemployed actor who lives in a warehouse-sized apartment in New York. Yes. Yes. That's even more ridiculous than the Friends apartment. But other than that, that movie is like could have come out this year. But camera crews are like they had bigger cameras. Everything was bigger back then, so they needed more space to shoot in. They can do more with less space on Friends. That's why. They, but still, also ridiculous size. I'm not saying it's. But also, hard like Tootsie's like 1983, 82. I just, I, I just yeah. want to correct. You lived in like a crummy neighborhood and just had like a cheap, big apartment back then. And Gina Davis's breakout role. She was a model before that, and that was. That's her right. Role. Gig. She's mostly naked in the movie or wearing like underwear. Right. But then she did what that and then Ghostbusters. She wasn't how what did she do in between that and Ghostbusters? Ghost Gina Davis uh, is in Ghostbusters? Know, but... You mean Sigourney Wait, Weaver? Oh first? Jesus Christ. Sorry, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like <laughs> same same what thing. Is da- what did Gina Davis do in Aliens? That was crazy. <laughs> Remember her in that? <laughs> what did wow. Sigourney Weaver do a league of their own? They are the same person. Uh, Tom Hanks played the Predator. What? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking earlier about how uh, Gen Z is giving millennials the business. So I wanted to ask this one to Mia. Uh, I watched this whole thing on the news explaining the word chuggy. I don't know if anybody's heard this shit. Have you guys heard the word chuggy? C-H-O-O or you, you... C H E U G Y. It's what it's what Gen Z makes fun of millennials for liking. Like, is your hair parted on the side? You're chuggy. If oh. if you like the show Friends, you're chuggy. They're giving like examples. Okay. Like so far, I'm pretty chuggy. Anything that was popular in 2010, if you like that shit now, you're chuggy. Why should I not hate these motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> okay. At some point, older people hated my generation, but I feel like the hate was, it was, it it was pretty much as only as far as you could see somebody because now, you know, or you're like, I hate them because they're nearby, you know, and I don't like (laughs) these children that are in my area and I hate the, the one or two things that have come up on a, you know, that I've seen, you know, in a magazine or some kind of article or something um you know you might see somebody like oh look at those kids on ricky lake you know ricky lake that's the kind of stuff people we get upset about but now it's like 
this generation of, of younger people have access to put themselves in front it's just like oh you just have to record yourself being obnoxious oh right all the time like we just didn't have that i mean if we had cameras we probably would have done it too. yeah we didn't, i mean i didn't I get lucky go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i think we're lucky that we didn't or at least i feel oh, very fortunate that if sure. i would have if i would have videotaped every party i went to in high school yes. i would Oh, so embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. Everything that you could have said getting it canceled for now is like a comma oh. in 1997. Like, this is oh, gay. Yeah. <laughs> this other thing is gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I was terrible. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody was because that's like, but that's the problem with the internet is it's, it's, it's forcing kids to seemingly grow up too fast. And at the same time, when they don't, it's punishing them for being kids and, and not... Yeah. And yes, they're dumb, and we see that as ignorance, and they're not. But but I just think about how stupid I was when I was young. I mean, I'm not much brighter now, but I've learned a lot in you know just yeah, in the past ten years. Nice to know that at that age, that like you know the internet exists and lives on. I I don't want to. I don't. I don't. The things that I thought were a good idea, and for me, I know we're not talking about feminist issues. Let's talk about them. Really. <laughs> Really Mike said we're not allowed to. Yeah, I, I'm super glad that my self-esteem as myself at 37, that I did not have any um, ability to look at Instagram, to look at Instagram at my younger self. My high school uh, what? self, what if you made TikTok mm. videos in high school and thought they were so funny? Wouldn't you be embarrassed to look back uh. now and be like... I would be embarrassed to see what I thought was funny in 2005. The you only thing I mean? that sucks is that at the tail end of Gen X, I came up when people were like, if you brag about yourself, if you promote yourself, you are fucking like a piece of shit and you never yeah. do that. And then like yeah, fucking two years later, people were like, you need to promote like yourself. You need to do yeah. 8,000 platforms and promote yourself at every second. And, yeah. But I mean, it was, it was true though. Like what a big dork you ever felt like. Like were you ever able to be the person that was like i have merchandise at like the back of this shit club uh, kidding me do you know what uh, kind of like or just like i felt bad being like come to my show i mean if you want to you don't have to it would have all okay, okay sorry you're right you're probably busy i'm sorry i, I know you're ask. busy i didn't mean to i'm I sorry i was I busy I'm i wish i was busy i would come over to your house if i didn't have to do this yeah I... <laughs> remember don't sell out that was like a whole thing, and now no one gives a fuck about it. No one gives any fucks about that. No, well, I don't look, think that's a thing. That's true. I don't think that's a thing anymore. I think that's Well, awesome. I remember saying something to like, I was talking to Henry Phillips, and we were talking about Bill Hicks, and I was like, he's got a whole thing where he's like, hey, if you're in advertising, kill yourself. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. And this was in the 80s at the height of like the cocaine and the me and the Coca-Cola and all that shit. And, and he was very, seemed very sincere about it. And I said to Henry, I'm like, you think I'm like a bad person because I do like commercials? And he just laughed. He goes, dude, that's not a thing, dude. Don't worry. you got to make, you have to live. This is how you can make money. It's not like, you're, you're not like, oh, he's in advertising. Kill him. Like, Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is actually ties in pop. Uh, CNN, I think, just fired Rick Santorum because he said like uh, Na Native Americans didn't exist or something. Uh, I don't feel bad for people who... who what? Well, he's like, when he's like, we built this country from nothing. He's like, nothing was here. And people were like, yeah, a lot of people were here. 
<laughs> and he's like, yeah. well, they don't really count. And then so CNN like fired him finally. And so my question is like, when you hire one of these fucks like Rick Santorum, like when do you know when to fire the, this guy? Well, I mean, everyone knows that guy's a huge piece of shit to begin with. So when you hire him, it's like, well, what do you want him to do? He's going to like say shit like that. And then, you know, same thing when they hired like Megyn Kelly and yeah. she was like, white people should be able to do blackface for Halloween. It's like, well, yeah, she's a fucking idiot. What did you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, who are you hiring? Where's, you know. But that all stems from them getting rate. It's like all about ratings. If yeah. the news wasn't involved with a rating system, then that wouldn't be dependent on ad dollars and you wouldn't have to sensationalize everything and bring in, like you said, well-known pieces of shit who then get on TV and everyone goes, I got to watch this because they hired this piece of shit. It's like, yeah. it's the Howard Stern effect. It's like people who right. didn't like him would listen to hear what he was going to say and people who loved him would listen to hear what he was going to say. I started to feel like after a while, I, I watched a ton of news like in 2015 and I would be at parties like casually having a conversation and a person who paid no attention knew much more about real shit than I did watching like the news. And I was I like, think you'd, I think you'd almost be better off. There's so much bullshit on cable news. You're, you'll, you're better off just not even paying attention to it. <laughs> like you'll learn, like you'll get less bad information. You won't go crazy getting mad at all these idiots it's like i'm not saying you shouldn't read or pay attention but like you don't need to watch cable news it's bad yeah world news like if you can get like british giving like world news that yeah. is usually they'll talk at least they'll talk about america without sort of holding back yeah it's not run I mean. by our corporations so you'll know what's coming going on here they might change things when they talk about great britain or whatever or england or what? be honest don't british people just sound like they know what they're that's talking another about? thing yes yeah they Which really is part do. of the problem. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're convinced that if they say it depends on the British accent, though. Right. That's right. true. That's true. If it's too much, it's like, okay. It's like, right. hello, love. It's like, nope. No. <laughs> this guy's, <laughs> this guy's a telephone scammer. <laughs> if anybody says, calls yeah. me governor. No. No. <laughs> I know, but I was watching a, I was watching a uh, English show and he said, oh, cheese toasty. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, Americans call him grilled cheese. I mean, doesn't it just sound better and more classy? It's cheese, cheese toasty. Too. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. I'm going to try selling those at the Dead & Company parking lot this summer. <laughs> You're, yeah, cheese toasties, bro. <laughs> what? Never heard of them. By the way, Pop, I wrote this down. I think that you're a Detroit man. So electric Ford F-150s, as gas or gas cars done? Uh, I don't know. All right. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, Pulse. I figure on the pulse. Yeah. I, uh, I I worked at Ford for a few years, but I just opened the mail, so I don't have. I'm not in charge of uh, when the electric cars roll out. Uh, <laughs> when I when I worked there, though, they had an electric car called like the Think Car, which basically is like a golf cart. So now it's come. It was like a street legal golf cart. I had to drive it one time, and it freaked me out because. If I got in an accident, I would have probably gotten killed. But uh, you driving uh, it on like main highways? Yeah, I had to drive it to let somebody else drive it, so I had to How take fast? it onto the street, and it was not fun. I How fast did it go? Like twenty-seven or something. So people are just <laughs> driving by, giving you the finger, Talking, like get the fuck out of my way. And I'm just like, please don't hit me or run me off the road. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I guess it's good, but those I had an idea years ago. They should give golf carts to drunks like to drive home, but then I, they just invented those scooters. So I was like, that's about the same thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, Except you can sit in a golf cart. 
Yeah. It still feels unsafe. A hard drunk drunk. Either way. I think I just wanted to be lazy and drive home from a bar or something. Yeah, you just needed an excuse to drink and drive. Like, make the cars smaller <laughs> and make them go slower. Uh, what if we had golf carts without doors? Then big other bumpers things. around them. No seatbelts. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Huck, I've been asking people uh, if they, like this one thing where if they had like a time machine, what historical co- comedic uh like show would they have liked to have seen but i'm not going to ask you that one i want to know yeah <laughs> i want to know it's a twist have. it's a twist on the original i want to know what comedic thing in that you've seen that you could brag to like a comedy nerd you were like i was fucking there for that well i mean i feel like i've been pretty fortunate to see some you know what i would consider like had i never moved to los angeles i'd be like oh that's fucking besides kato kalen yeah yeah besides kato bringing (laughs) kato kalen brought me up once and he said this guy and i have become really good friends give it up for john buck and uh i said thanks man it's huck and we had a good laugh but um i would say like like I remember having my mom at the comedy store just to watch like somebody's showcase because she happened to be in town and we had just shot something up the street and we walked in there and it was late and her and my aunt were tired. And then like, I was like, I think I'm going to take my mom to back to her hotel. And this guy was like, just hang out for two more seconds. And my mom taps me on the shoulder. And she goes, Hey, that looks like Chris rock. And I was like, huh? And I look up and then boom, he like walks to the stage. And that was the first time I'd ever been, at the store when someone like who had already had what year was that this was 2003 Ooh, okay i wasn't there so, at the store but i was there in like 07 it was not good oh no it was it was <laughs> we were there a lot better it yeah but it it uh, it, back then it was like the room the, the or was packed and it was this showcase and there was a lot of good comedy going on but then chris rock went up and it was like we i got to watch him figure out the stuff that ended up on i think it was his third hbo special oh, wow. and oh. then watching him run line running his jokes from the oscars i remember being there this was a few years back and place was packed and i had a spot in the back and I was like, Oh, there's no one. I can watch the whole thing. And then all these writers and all these executives came in and I had to like, <laughs> still slowly got pushed out of the room. But I was at the but, improv once when he ran Oscar jokes. Yeah. And I, I just remember thinking like, these are so funny. There's no way he's going to be able to say them on TV. And then they all ended up on TV. Like he oh, wow. just, he was so good. It was so on point, you know, but, and I know those aren't like super historical, but when I think about, things that I've seen in comedy, those pop up right away, like two Chris Rock stories, because I like him as a performer. I think he's an amazing comedian. And I've always like bring the pain was something that, you know, that was like the first time I saw, I saw raw before I saw delirious. But when I first saw raw, I, my fucking head split open. You know what I mean? Like I was like, what? also when, um, when bring the pain came out, like, I know, like, the 90s were kind of dead for HBO specials. Yeah, it had lost the shimmer of, like, the Carlin 
era. And that completely brought it back. So it was kind of like an even bigger thing. But it was it was like Chappelle's um, Killing Them Softly, the one from D.C. Yeah, yeah. Like his first yeah. one that you see. Yeah. Dude, the whole, I mean, that's that's why Bring the Pain, that's why their first specials, you know, when you look at Delirious, like that's 20 years of comedy combined into one special. That's every good thing they ever wrote honed down into 60 minutes. Yeah. Whereas like the next one, as good as they are, isn't 20 years. It's one year. I of, saw of, Bigger of, and Blacker uh, before I saw Bring the Pain. So I actually like Bigger and Blacker more. I thought, I thought, well, Bring the Pain was the one from Roll with the New, right? Off that. Yeah, I think so. The first one, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. that's so, when he has like um, the pictures the CR, of classic. Colorado, yes. The Colorado Rockies. Yeah. Yes. And then like pictures of classic albums at the top. Yeah, because on that album, there are sketches where, like, that's the. Oh, No Sex in the Champagne Room? I think that's on there, right? And then there's. I think it is. Yeah, right after. Yeah, that was all around the same time. Yeah. And then there's, like, Jim Brewer coming up to him in the middle of it and trying to retell his jokes to him. And he he gets his ass beat. Like, it's it's very funny. It's very funny. Somebody else have a historic. You were there for something cool. Historic, like between me and my friends. <laughs> sure. We were like, I remember that show or that. Didn't crazy you work show. on Conan? You must have seen all kinds of shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm certainly like back in New York and stuff. I remember one time early on, I was just starting out, and back in Michigan, and I got a chance to just a fluke thing. I had to MC a show that was Attell and Hedberg and Louis Black. Oh my god! That Comedy was, Central oh. tour. Yeah, yeah, and I had just started, so I was freaking out. And it was a theater, and it was super cool, and they're all really nice. And that was like, for me, that was like kind of like a kind of like a big deal. That is a big deal. Those, yeah, yeah. those, that's a that's power. Like those are three solid, different, solid, yeah, yeah, yeah. like all three different, but all three really and, just top notch. And what's funny is I was only like a year and a half in, and I had bought tickets to go see the show with my friends. And then somebody emailed me. They're like, hey, uh, somebody recommended you. We need a local MC. Do you want to do it? I was like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I just gave my extra ticket to my mom. And then I just- <laughs> You're like, I'm getting in for free. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That is awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was, that was, that was uh, fun. Have you guys ever heard the, the CJ Toledano Chappelle story? No. Do you guys know CJ? Apparently he was, in, he was yeah. like a kid in Pittsburgh and he had just started comedy. <laughs> And uh, the, that's the joke alarm. Uh, the uh, like that's actually the CJ Toledano bell. Anytime you bring up CJ Toledano, <laughs> it's the secret word. Yeah, that's John, Mia, Jesse, Danielle, and Tiffany. There's still more show, but if you want a video of that panel and like 59 other panels, that's on the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/brido. B-R-I-D-O. There is World Series reviews. I posted my 13th Chicago Comedy History Project bonus show this week with Jeff Klinger, patreon.com slash Brido. I like hearing from you, so here's your homework for this week. Tell me the best fast food chicken and or fast food burger. I'm at Brido on Twitter. I'll let you know next week who won the poll. If you want more of me than you're already getting, I was on last week's episode of Power Moves with Mike Burns. Burns and I did an eight-minute filthy commercial for Nate Craig's stand-up tour dates. 
Nate told me and he told Burns separately that he was crying in the car listening to this thing. Bonafide hunk Scott Bowser told me that it was highbrow art. Personally, I blame Burns, but go listen to that if you haven't already, if you want to know what I'm talking about. Power Moves with Mike Burns. We'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa, my beloved home state. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. COVID made you way less hot. That can be fixed by black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, Jared Barr. He's been on this show. If you're in the Des Moines area, and you are, stop getting your ass kicked. Go-Go Plata, the fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You walk in there, you tell them Brido sent you. You learn Jiu-Jitsu. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast. And I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, it's Alan with None Taken. I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you might like our show, too. We post weekly episodes covering current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike, or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now, back to the world's greatest panel. Go check out the None Taken podcast. All right, here is the thrilling conclusion of John, Mia, Jesse, Danielle, and Tiffany. He was at like the his local club in Pittsburgh, and Chappelle came back from Africa and did his first show, and like was talking to CJ and was like, uh, came up that he did comedy, and so Dave's like, "Do you want to open for me tonight?" And and he did. Wow. Yeah. Like you, you're like I think I'm gonna start stand up comedy. Wow, <laughs> and it's that's that wild. Chappelle, though, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. Feel like I, of Dave Chappelle to be like, yeah, come on, you can, you can do this. He loves Filipinos, man. Yeah, when Tiff and I, uh, or like stuff happens in that way, I feel like just the early stuff when you don't have any jokes, it's like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Those opportunities, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when Tiff and I just started doing our, our show um, in Chicago, it was like year one and um, Robin Williams came and and did an hour long. He did Entertaining event. Julia? Yeah. Wow. And he was in Chicago doing a filming of Ellen and um, Jenna Friedman was like, I think, I don't know, but She's like, I, asked, think, I, I asked, asked him, but I think him. he's coming. And we were like, okay. We were like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Rob Williams came. I mean, and, also- and he sat in the back and he literally watched everybody. It was so sweet. And was yeah. like very complimentary of like everybody's sets. And I'm sure we were all terrible. And, <laughs> and I mean, the, bar, the bar was like just held together by duct tape and like real small. And, and then so all of a sudden came in and everybody just. People just started was, showing up. And yeah, it was the age of flip phones. I mean, it was literally Everybody was like taking texting, flip phone pictures. Trying to do, to hit three numbers to get one letter. Like, Robin Williams is here. R, 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 W, R, W, I don't have enough text. Yeah. I don't have the minutes. Yeah, but like nobody was filming it because you couldn't film things on your phone back then. So then it just like the entire, like on the street, just like hundreds of people were like lined up on the street because it was like a word of mouth somehow. He had shown up and just did, he did like an amazing hour of comedy. And um, yeah, it was very cool. 
I he did. He did all of your bits that he saw. Yeah, <laughs> gave everybody twenty dollars and just kept going. <laughs> so we're sisters. You what? <laughs> I think that's the beauty of like the no cell phone thing. Like, well, how Chappelle's bringing that back, and how like the, mm-hmm. in Denver the comedy works. You drop your phone into that. It is so, that is so key because great. you were there and you saw that show and now it's yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't mean like, I don't mean that in a selfish way. I just mean like, yeah. it's more that I can't go look that up on YouTube and go, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I saw that set. It was, uh, well, that, that, also, yeah. when you're filming a set, if I had a phone that would film it, I would have sat there and filmed Ramad Williams instead of going, wow, this is amazing. His comedy is enjoying the moment. Yeah. yeah. You know what? The, the, I, I talked to a lot of like the nineties alt scene, Chicago comics. And they, cause I love hearing like old stories. Some of them, when they bust out, like they will transfer a VHS to the internet. There is something magical about that. Like, and I like how, like, wow, somebody brought a fucking camcorder to the show. (laughs) (laughs) But with that, The magic of that is that you, when that was being recorded, no one was like, the world is going to see this. They were yeah. like, maybe we'll put it in at a party in 20 years when VCRs are still a thing everybody has in their living room. But like now you transfer that and you put it out and it is like a piece of history that no one ever thought they'd get to see. I talk about this all the time, but like I went to Wrigley Field with my dad in 1985, my first time there. Nobody brought a camera. No one thought it was important to bring a camera. I, in height era... Uh, Before lights. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, day game. Like, Steve Garvey was there. Uh, like, I in 1992, the Clintons came to my town when they were running for president, and I, like, t- like met the Clintons and Alan Tipper Gore. No one brought a fucking camera. Like, no one thought it was, like, worthwhile to bring a camera to this fucking You don't want to carry a camera? Were you a psycho carrying around a camera? My parents could have. (laughs) Not me. That's what I was going to say about a cam. Like, the idea of bringing a camcorder, you know? Like, the idea also, I don't know how you guys feel about whenever I, I was a real, like, Oh gosh. Okay. I'm going to put off filming something because I don't, because as soon as you get set up to like film some show, you think is going to be great. Somehow it's always, it's always shit. Yeah. It's always really, Oh my God. Like how did, and then what? And, and the then best, like, the best stuff is the stuff that you're like, we never filmed that. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like Robin Williams coming to the show. They're always like memories or pieces yeah. of that you just have with you. They're not the time that you filmed everything on your phone and, I kind of hate that you film everything on your phone all the time. Man, I yeah. I want to I, I I keep thinking of things. I saw a clip of me my third year in comedy, and I was like on a DVD, and I hadn't watched it in years. It's I sucked so bad that I'm like <laughs> furious. I have no idea why anybody let me do anything. I just feel like they should have put a stop to it as soon as you got off stage. Like you're done. Tonight? Like I'm no, so needy, done. and like my timing sucks. Like. <laughs> It's so weird, like, when you do a set and you have fun while it's happening yeah. and it's going well, and then you watch it, Christ, man, this is awful. Or, like, you, like yeah. I thought I was killing and I watched the clip and I'm just hammered and that's what it is. <laughs> I had a lot of those. I had a lot of those yep, shows. Yep. Well, that was 
was the old that was the old that was the that Chicago was, way was the Chicago time you're like man are we all this fucking good and it's like no we're blasting <laughs> nope we, we are annihilated yeah it's just nobody's always, yeah. we're slurring you shouldn't be slurring on stage the, the, the amount of open slurring that happened on stage in Chicago <laughs> Can you imagine open slurring? Mia, Mia, do you have a do you have a historical moment? Um, I don't have any. No, I mean not 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 historical moment. You're half but, hour um, from Comedy Central, everybody. Well, that was historic. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, um, I mean, now, oh, I did meet Mitch Hedberg back in the day. You right. did. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I mentioned him. Yeah, it was, um, I was living in Athens, Georgia, and he used to come perform at the 40 Watt, and, um, you know, which is a music, because, you know, it's a music town, and uh, I had just started stand-up, and um, a couple of my friends, like, his wife came out to sell his merch afterwards, and my friend was like, my friend just started comedy, you know, and then she was like, oh, well, do you want to just go back to the back and meet Mitch? And we were like, what? Um, like, are you serious? And she was like, yeah. She's like, come on, you know, come back. And he was, um, he was just sitting in the back in his green room, you know, and um, I said, uh, I think I might have been the only black person at your show tonight. And he was like, no, you were the second. And then he, um, <laughs> and then he signed. He gave me a CD and he signed it and he said to me of the second black person at my show tonight. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever and it was super cool. Yeah. He so, came to so Chicago great. and did Zanies and awesome. he had he had a way too young Hannibal open for him. And he also Putterboz, this is just for you, had Jay Harris open for him. So Hannibal yes. and Jay Harris. <laughs> What a lineup! That's Hannibal, Jay Harris, Mitch Hedberg. You could have seen that show in two thousand five. Wow! Wow! So it was Hannibal in the middle. Jay Harris was hosting. This is before Hannibal figured it out, oh. too. Hed- Hedberg was hosting. So we had a very slow talking <laughs> Hannibal. And then the crowd were asked if someone wanted their his biscuit, and then everything. That's why he died. <laughs> Uh, what a lineup! What an amazing lineup! Really, I wish Uh, I I wish that he was a household name, Jay Harris, so you guys could know. Like, he bombing was not only an art form; it was like avant-garde art. But he believed he was crushing at every moment, so it was. Oh, that's a special kind of delusion, though. Those Those are are always the best. The craziest guys to watch: the people who are bombing but think they're destroying. Yeah. (laughs) And you can't tell it's any different. It's so funny. Yeah, I think there's a, a little bit of mental illness that goes into doing comedy. Uh, you think? I think because so. I, I think there's a lot of people that are like always like I'm I'm great. I'm doing really great, and I'm like you oh. have to have a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I, probably one of the one of the things that I've seen that has made me laugh just so hard, and it was so wrong. Um, so my, my, my sister, she, she's come with me to a lot of shows over the years. So she, you know, she's picked up different comedy terms and stuff. And so, um, one time I was doing a club and a friend of mine, I don't want to say who it was, was there. And he also dabbled in stand up. And afterwards my sister was like, Hey, um, 
the, the term eating it, like that's <laughs> right. And I said, I was like, yeah. And she said that he was backstage, like, man, I was on stage and I was eating it. I was just, I was, I was eating it. And she was like, <laughs> she was like I don't think that means. And she was like, that's wrong, right? And she was like, he was bombing, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, but he was just like, man. And like, and he was like, ah. Well, I mean, just everything, every time he used was wrong, you know, and it was just, it was so, he was like, it was like taking candy from a baby. And my sister was like, none of this is matching. None of it, none of it, this is going right. But I, I mean, was eating it. <laughs> Man, I hate it. Like, <laughs> the delu- the delu- I love that. I want to start in here. <laughs> I was, yeah. I mean, I she said. It. She said he was so just, just, she said it was so, and she said he was holding court, just basically telling everybody, she was like, I, he was, and she was like, and I've seen him perform, so I know that it doesn't mean what he thinks that it means, <laughs> you know, and um, it, it was just, it was, oh. it was the likes of which, I mean, she just, good. she couldn't believe it, yeah. It Does was, that confuse civilians, all of our killing, bombing, uh, destroying, eating it? I, I have to be careful what I put it in texts because sometimes if I'm like trying to tell someone like you crushed it or you killed it, um, I think there's a oh, tendency right. to be like, oh, I, I didn't, I, I stomped on the idea. I made it worse. Like what? Like, no, oh. crushing is, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, why, is it always, why is it always so violent? You I don't know. Right. You crushed the crowd. You rolled right over it with a steamroller. Crushed it. You pounded the crowd. Like, yeah, why, just, why do we have to hurt them so bad? Yeah, we're hurt. Yeah, we are hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because we feel my pain. People hurt people. I had a therapeutic <laughs> breakthrough, <laughs> and now I'm gonna crush you. And I know one time I saw someone at an open mic years ago when I was in Atlanta and uh, you know that moment where you see somebody do an act out that they think is going to kill <laughs> and like this dude did the most movement and it was and he just and he did like a dramatic flourish and then he dropped to the ground and then I guess when it just didn't get the response he just stayed there and so the rest of us were like oh he just never got back up and Somebody probably had to be like, hey, like, you know, like, and then, because we were like, where'd he go? And he's like, you know, and then when this happens, boom. And then he just, <laughs> boom. And and he eventually, you know, and then people were, and then he like, he came, you know, he got up and was like, all right, thank you, good night. And everybody's like, I don't hey, even I know. I think that's amazing comedy right there. I, I do too. I always there longer. Act out. There's yeah, a really committed act out. I prefer. I prefer to watch that guy. I'd prefer to watch like all of us the VHS tapes of people doing bad. Mm -hmm. I think that's so much more fun than watching people doing well on stage. Like, (laughs) I I want to see that guy fall down and then go. What do I do? (laughs) I didn't just say. I should have closed with this. It's halfway through my set. I'm going to stay yeah. here. There's a clip that I saw of no one's going to know who this is, except for the putter bars also of Adam Crocious. And he tells one joke and he Love goes, it. he tells one fucking joke and he's like, and he gets nothing from like a, like a crowd. And he just goes, I don't like this. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, this is the most accurate 
video of stand-up comedy like I've ever <laughs> fucking seen. That's one we way did a show go. with Adam one time, and he um, kept talking about, I'm dusting off the rust. I'm going to dust off the rust, and I'm getting out there, and I'm dusting off the rust. I'm finally doing it again. I'm getting back to stand-up. And his whole, this was like 2012 or something, and he his whole premise of all of his jokes were about... Um, Shakespeare and Shakespeare love. Shakespeare and love. He had a <laughs> Shakespeare and love. He had a large, large chunk about he had, Shakespeare and he love. He had like a, a five minute, 10 minute chunk about Shakespeare and love. And it, and like, everyone's like, what movie? And he's <laughs> like, he's like, cause you know, the women. No, no, that also included that. Mia included very bad English act outs. He was up there being like, pop, 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 embarrassing. And then he got mad that people weren't on board for the Shakespeare and Love stuff. <laughs> that like, came out in like '98. I want to talk about terms of endearment. Come on, let's go. Well, how long can you bring a joke back and be like, "No, nah, this is like a remember. This is a nostalgia joke." You have to be aware that you're. You could probably like pretend that you just saw it on cable. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Shakespeare yeah. and Love wasn't even like a Tootsie. You know what I mean? It's not even Tootsie. Yeah. It's like a who watched Shakespeare and came out. It's, and also, I just like I didn't. I mean, I know I'm. I know I'm dealt. It wasn't relevant whenever it came out. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. You guys, I want you to be like movie reviewers. Not even Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> Classes, Tootsie. Come on. I just wonder, like, how now, especially that comedy has died, and then we're seeing a slow rebirth of a placenta happening, and how insane everything's <laughs> going to be. Like, if if we thought comedians, especially in fucking LA, were thirsty, it is like the craziest wave. I feel like is not going to stop. It's going to get crazy. What do you mean and thirsty in terms of comedy? Oh, just like. Did you remember that I did comedy? Oh, here's a bunch oh, of clips. Well. Here's 9,000 TikTok videos and I'm relevant. I'm relevant. Like how insane it's going to. to this show of- is just me screaming. I'm relevant. I'm relevant. Yeah. Like <laughs> All just, our podcasts are. I mean, especially without, I don't know. I just wonder like what level of sort of the delusion is help healthy with the, um, <sighs> You know, with with what we're doing, because like all of us are people that I'm sure have never really probably described our like a mediocre set as being like I fucking killed it, fucking crushed it. Like I was eating it. uh, I don't know though. I don't know. Here's the thing though. I don't know if the first time I ever killed, if I really did, or if I killed for me. Yeah, if if that makes sense. Chicago wasted. We don't know. You you only can top that with your next like killer set or whatever i like if that makes sense like i don't know you get your no it makes sense yeah your best set is like the high bar and like you're <laughs> like sometimes if you don't if you have a great set but if you don't kill like the best time you've ever killed like that's the dragon we're yeah. chasing i don't know so yeah. what you're saying is we always have a chance to feel bad i think so yeah. do good do bad you'll always feel bad and that's the important I thing. I feel like learn. we get that's like three, four good sets a year. We get like three yeah. like sets that are like they keep us going. Like you're getting three, four sets a year? Oh man. <laughs> Who books this? <laughs> Who books that room? That's wild. <laughs>
By the way, at the place that uh, Robin Williams came, I don't think that you two ladies were there, but or all three of you were not there. But uh, a guy, I said a joke about a neighborhood on the south side, um, and this Irish kid goes called me a cunt and threw a um, a pint glass at me. Huh? I, I remember hearing about this. this and then story. he went to the back window and punched out all of the oh. windows. Wow. White Sox fan? Oh. Yeah, White Sox fan. Uh. I said something bad about Bridgeport. Oh, wow. I remember that. Violence, violence through the. I think that was the only time there was like actual, which is surprising, violence at the. Well, I know that the white shirt cops came and that was uh, because it was the only straight bar in Boys Town and they were investigating a hate crime. <laughs> so <laughs> that was in against you. No, but, I mean, if you go to a gay neighborhood and you punch out all the windows of a bar, somebody's going to be like, what the fuck is this? You know? Oh, I thought they were I thought they were investigating the crime because you're straight right. and they thought you yeah. were, they were anti you. They were investigating oh. comedy. They, were, they came by. <laughs> they were like, I hear there's jokes being told <laughs> in here. <laughs> I heard people are eating it in here. I heard somebody's eating it, and I'm an eating it cop. Uh, I want to know. Line everybody up who's been eating it. I need to see these people immediately. I need to see you run your set again. I need to see if you're actually eating it. Because if you're not. It's also very funny that we, I mean, like, everybody you know, day drinking is so much a part of Chicago, but we ran a show Sunday night at a very, very gay neighborhood where like everybody, by the time it was everybody wasted all weekend and then Sunday drunk, people would come in just punching windows. Yeah. Just shit faced. Didn't know comedy was even like happening. There was a time that something came on this guy came from the back of the bar, marched up to the stage and took the microphone out of Tip's hand and just started talking about his boyfriend. It was great. I was, I was really happy. <laughs> I was like, get it out. I, and then he, he, he was really drunk. And I was like, honestly, get it out. You know what? I, I understand you got to talk about it. So, you and, know, and Tip just stood there and was like, it's customary that, you know, you come up and take the mic out of a, somebody's hand that's hosting a show. <laughs> Just let let it happen. You know, we run a free show. If people are like just really gonna be like Chicago wasted, you know, just kind of let it also, ride. Yeah. Also, you probably avoided conflict by letting him just speak what he needed to say. His, rather, you mean the goddamn microphone. You mean speak his truth. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't. You know, I didn't put up a fight. Let him have the mic. Mia, have I ever done this one? Uh, what is your favorite dumb conspiracy theory? Have I done that one for you? <clears throat> what for me? Yeah. Have I answered? Let me see. What is uh, our favorite favorite conspiracy no. theory? Here, let me like. Uh, it doesn't have to be one that you personally believe in, but it could okay. be one that you're like, man, I'm glad that one exists. Like, uh, for example, for example, uh, Bill Hicks and Alex Jones, same guy. Um, I like yeah, that one a one. lot because it's like one of them got popular as the other one died. They kind of sound alike. They're both from Austin and one of them would super hate it if he wasn't the one driving the car on a conspiracy theory. Yeah. So that, that one's like, obviously it's a funny one, but it's obviously not true. So it's kind of weird that it's like, it's, of course they're not the same guy. <laughs> Don't you do that on my show. Okay. He's like 45 or something, which is, that's the funny part. Alex Jones is like, yeah. He's not 45. Yeah, he is. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. older than Alex Jones. That dude looks like a mess. <laughs> I was, yeah, when I found out how old he was, I was that's, stunned. That's what hate will do. 47. That's what hate does He's to your 47. Insides. Quick Googling fingers. 47. But still, it's still. He's one it's year still. older than I am. I guess if you would have said 47, I still would have gone, fuck you. No, that dude's 57. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he looks like he's about to pop. He's just a red, like, heart attack waiting to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the hatred. Do you it have is. a Do you it, have it a really favorite is... uh, conspiracy theory? Well, you just made me think about the other one that I've heard um, of two people being the same. Is the I think what is it? The Katy Perry, John Benet Ramsey. What? One. That's one. Never That's heard what? of that. I'm on board for this. Yeah. <laughs> there's one or yeah there's i think that's i'm pretty certain that's the that's the one because i was like who wow yeah yeah wait so how is that how is how is what's the theory that that's 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 who we hid we hid up. john benet away and then made her a yeah. pop star yeah i got it let me find didn't it. tell anyone certain. she's still alive hmm I see some of these. I'm just like, who is this benefiting? What is the point of this? Like, why would anyone go through the trouble of being like, just pretend she's dead? We're gonna raise her in a basement. And we're gonna yeah. bring her out, and she's gonna be a number one hit tune maker. Like, what? Everybody knows the how it goes. Yeah. You keep them in trail. a basement. You lock them yeah, away. Yeah, you put them in child pageants as a kid. You pretend that they're dead. Found all the all the um. There's a hashtag. <laughs> all the links yeah it's a yeah that that's one um now the ones that i get into personally though i i do enjoy a good is that um is that celebrity actually pregnant one like those are some of my favorite ones because uh, the one that i really enjoy because a lot of people were all on the um you know the beyonce one and i think beyonce is pregnant i just want to say that for the people out there <laughs> okay but um the one that i most enjoyed was um who was the oldest jonas brother there was a there was a there was a whole rumor that his that his wife's first pregnancy that it was fake and that she was ordering different size pregnancy bellies from some movie company that makes pregnancy bellies (laughs) and they were like we don't know how they're going to explain how their first baby is going to look years later because they had to get the baby at the last minute from Mexico, and it's a whole thing, and I was following it for months. I mean, it was stuff. It was top notch, top notch. What would be the benefit of faking a pregnancy? Attention. They were doing all. I mean, like these, like the website that was breaking it down and going on about it. They were like, um, "Look at this picture of her where she's working out when she's pregnant," and they were like, "Obviously, she's not pregnant, and she's wearing." They're like. The, you look at the different belly sizes and then i mean it was it was a lot yeah they were yeah it was they were convinced that she was not pregnant yeah. and just buying movie pregnancy bellies the way that you can tell if an actress is pregnant on a sitcom is if they are always holding groceries or pillows in front of yeah they belly. do they block they'll they'll frame out the the stomach they'll frame out Ugh. the pregnancy always holding groceries Look at the season that Elaine was pregnant on Seinfeld in real life because she's definitely, yeah, she walks around with bags. She's got a big bag. She's got groceries. She's always carrying something. She's not in a lot of episodes that that period of time, but the ones she's in, she's definitely hiding. Didn't Jerry have sex with like 50,000 women on that show or something crazy? Yeah. 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 It was 50,000. 
exactly the exact right. number. Yes, but Elaine, Elaine wasn't always getting laid. It was always like Jerry would be getting laid this much, and he looks like Jerry, and he would be getting laid. This oh, but much. he's a comic, so you don't you don't understand. Comics get laid all the time. They're just like musicians. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <sighs> Pop, do you have a favorite uh, uh, dumb conspiracy theory? Um, I like one of the classics I like is that Elvis faked his own death. Yeah. I just think that's funny because it's obviously not true. But I, 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 I do like the fake death ones because if it were true, at least one person would come back at some point, right? Right. Go away for like 15 years and be like, hey, I was just kidding. Now I'm famous again. You know what I mean? But they never, they just stay dead yeah. the whole time because they're actually dead. Yeah. Andy Kaufman, Tupac. Yeah. Tupac. Who else? Yeah. Although that Chappelle sketch about Tupac writing songs from and like all the music <laughs> that kept coming out after he was yeah, yeah. killed yeah. was like, <clears throat> I got a Blackberry. He's like, Blackberries weren't even invented. Like you in the red shirt. Like, hey, is he talking to me? Like, what? That was so funny. <laughs> the moon landing being fake is a good one. Yeah, yeah. I, like I like that, that one. one. How like about the one. people think the moon is fake? Yeah. People think the moon is fake. In general, just the the concept of the moon. I've never heard that one ever. Are you kidding? They think it's a reflection. They think it's not real. Oh, a reflection of what? (laughs) Another moon? Their own own genius. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's a light, they think. It's, it's, or there's people who think the moon is hollow and that that there's the space station up there. Oh, I was thinking of another uh, conspiracy theory there's a 9-11 theory that there were no planes. Yeah. Not, they not, do it? not that it was controlled demolition or we knew like the planes, there weren't actually any even planes. That it was like CGI or like something. And oh, oh. Planes. so the people that but, saw that plane, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was CGI. Yeah, yeah. So that's a funny one to me. Because obviously <sighs> there were planes. You know, my favorite conspiracy theory is the one that uh, the guy actually did eat it. <laughs> he thinks he ate it but he doesn't know that yeah, eating it is bad <laughs> I like the one that uh, he actually yeah, in a parallel universe he was literally yeah, spoon. I do want to ask Pop you've never done this one What? okay time machine terrible okay. time machine you okay. can go to any comedic performance in history oh jeez what are you going to? John Huck, you've also never done this one. Um, John Huck's going to pick Laurel and Hardy, Sons of the Desert. So Ooh, I wasn't, but oh, interesting. Okay. I was going straight stand-up. Okay, okay. Oh, if it's stand-up? It could be anything, old, anything. If it's old time, yeah, I might go see, like, just for the Three Stooges or Little Rascals or something like that, but uh, stand-up? Maybe some, I like watching old, like sometimes it's fun. I have a bunch of old uh, vinyl comics, like you've never even heard of it. It's there's some of it's really funny, but some of it, it's like jokes had just been invented. Like, like nobody knows how to write jokes. Or set up. What do you mean? What do you mean? This is awesome. No, it'll, it'll just be like, I've been very unlucky. Uh, I'll tell you how unlucky I've been. I've been so unlucky that, and it's just that kind of, and the crowd's like, oh my God. <laughs> And uh, and it's just like and it's really I would like to go back to like stand up and do like a regular set now and see what happens. Just, oh my god, yeah, it'd be it'd be fucking Michael J. Fox with a guitar and Back to the Future. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, people be calling Richard Pryor. Hey, I got that thing you've been looking for. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvin yeah. Pryor, your cousin. <laughs> like even like, yeah, because he even even like uh, you know Newhart, who I love, but he explains like, all right, so I'm gonna pretend to be talking on the phone. Yes, yes. And I'm gonna do that, and it's gonna go a little something like, and like and it goes a little something. Yeah, yeah. Like now this. you can just walk out of stage and be like, I'm pretending to be on the phone. But back then you had to like. Wait, hold on, like, hold on. No one does phone comedy anymore. I do a lot. I'm always on a payphone in my act. <laughs> I need more quarters. <laughs> Shelly Berman was a phone guy, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the phone used to be for the phone girl. was a thing, man. Ahoy, ahoy. Voicemail, voicemail comedy, voicemail stand up comedy. People talking about the voicemail. Luke Perry's like um, Dylan McKay's answering machine on 90210. It would be like, he would just go, you know what to do. And then it would be. <laughs> that is love that. a deep cut that I really personally love. I love, oh. I love, Dylan, McKay. I I love, love Dylan McKay. There's, dude, there is nothing wrong with Dylan McKay. I mean, no. He's it's a like 35 year old high school student, but other than that, pretty hey. cool. If you could have sideburns like that, the guy who played Steve, he was not a, I mean, he was not a day younger than 52. And oh, Andrea Zuckerman. Andrea First Zuckerman. So she's the president of SAG now. I she is. Yes. Yeah. Every time she says something wrong, I'm like, you're not even supposed that. to go to West Beverly, Zuckerman. Gerrymandered so she could go to that school. There's a parallel universe that I feel like we're a part of uh, sometimes, especially just after this whole year. In a parallel, I mean, this is the whole reality that we live inside of is that everybody tries so hard to be in SAG and Andrea Zuckerman's president. I mean, that's comedy. The kid from Silver Spoons is a MAGA guy? Oh, yeah. Yes, I did know that. I did know that. Here's what I think we should do. Can I I share something really quick? Yes. Because I, I tweeted something similar to this, but I, I really thought about it. Like, if you really wanted to, I, I don't know if you, what do you want to call it, frost corks or uh, piss people off or whatever. Frost grind corks. Gears, that really frosts like my that. cork. You know, That's like a good one. Gr- grind, grind gears, whatever. But like, if you wrote a script, like I didn't watch WandaVision, but I know that it tied a bunch of stuff into the Marvel universe, right? So if you wrote a script that tied Charles in Charge silver spoons hercules and lois and clark to the marvel universe right just let's say you did and then recast you brought back every single actor except kevin sorbo rick schroeder uh chachi and uh dean kane you bring up everyone else back you recast those roles and then tie them all and give them all multiple movie deals like three four pictures and then continue the universe from there without those guys as they sat by and watched their terrible decision-making and um, bad attitudes lead to this. Can I tell you something? I can't guarantee it, but I think you'd like WandaVision. Does WandaVision crush it or does it eat it? WandaVision (laughs) fucking eats it, bro. Yeah, bro. Eat it good. What's your favorite Weird Al song? Is it Eat It? It's not. It's Nature Trail to Hell. Oh, is it The Riot of the Kaiser? (laughs) No, but I do love that. Oh my God. My wife said, who, what did weird Al do the other day to me? And I got to, it was my second happiest, uh, white splaining after what is ska music. <laughs> you must like kind of rise up and sort of become transparent at that. Like I'm so white. 
Yeah, it's you can see right through me, and like my, it's, I become a White Walker from Game of Thrones, which I'm happy to explain <laughs> as well. <laughs> Fair. You know what to do. You know what to do is really something we should we should bring back. <laughs> I like that. Favorite. You know what to do. <laughs> yeah. You know my what favorite, to do. My favorite Luke Perry line that I loved a lot was the uh, dad episode that he was an alcoholic and forced that he was uh, by alcoholic he had like two or three shots and, yeah <laughs> Dylan McKay was like, he had like three shots and then he was like rolling on the floor and was like help me <laughs> yeah it was one of those like TV, TV every kid in the midwest like, who saw that it was like that's like what you do to start the night it's like, like Brandon, it's like when Brandon took euphoria <laughs> and he was wearing like I, you don't get me trench coat and yeah. Shannon Norty. <laughs> but Dad, you don't, you just don't understand. And he, uh, <laughs> and, and then um, she, he like runs out in a tuffle, and then Shannon Doherty's like, stop, stop. And then he takes a, a pot and he smashes it, and then he just goes, he just gets to me, he just gets to me, he does. That's, that's my favorite. But he's not drinking, and that's how that works, you know. That's like, remember when Kelly did one line of cocaine with the $5,000 check her dad wrote her? She was a drug addict. Remember David Wait, Silver what? putting meth in his orange juice? Who? Who? David, David Silver? Do you remember the meth no. years? Why did I not remember the meth? I feel like I've seen, I've seen every episode of 90210 and I don't remember the meth. I don't episode. remember the meth. Episode. Well, you're all David, ripping on yeah. this show that, I don't know if you've seen Aaron Spelling's house, but he has... A room just for wrapping presents. So, unless you have that shit, you didn't eat it like Aaron Spelling. Thank you. I, you can wrap presents in my bathroom. Wrap presents where? That yeah. room is for other things too, though. That's true. We really all had to eat it just by watching Tori Spelling. You know, didn't they have a reunion show too? Speaking of, and actually, it was very funny. It was um, it was done on. It's been canceled already, but it was. It was them playing themselves, yes. bringing, yes. bringing the it show a back. Weird loop about a memory, like it trying was, to bring it. It was, it was was well done, but it was like yeah, slowly like people were sort of like gonna pick them off. So it was like comedy, horror, mystery. Man, I got to admit, my brain keeps. I keep wanting to think of who's on this show, but my brain keeps showing me. Uh, Fucking the Peach Pit, say by the Bell. Like, Nat, oh, the Peach no, Pit was. Peach Pit was nine hundred two and up. Yeah, Nat, yeah. Nat, oh. Nat ran the Peach Pit. He did. Saved by the Bell. Nat ran the Pit. Saved by the Bell. There, they bell. had also a um, like diner. No, what was that? The Max. The Max. The Max. Okay, yeah. who's in nine hundred two and O? That is. Spelling. It's not 902 and O. It's 90210. It's a zip code. <laughs> Did I say and O? You said 902 and O. Wait, what's your question? It's a bunch of periodic table elements slammed together. I don't think I said that, so fucking. <laughs> 902 and 6. <laughs> I don't. 91343. It's about Van Nuys, right? <laughs> Just Brody and Ian Zeering. I would love to watch that. I'd love to cast that. Van Nuys, nine one three four. Don't listen to this and correct me, anybody. I don't know. <laughs> Dumbass. Van Nuys zip code is. Oh, Mia, uh, L.A. references. You're gonna hate them, but just know Van Nuys gets a no. laugh every time. I'm 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 here for it. Are you wait, I'm Mia? Where are you? Are you in? 
Oh, well, I'm currently in Maryland, but most of the time, New York. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can never tell because it's always just, you know, Joanne Fabrics behind you. That's right. This is, you just got the, we we know, we I've told you about the background. Yeah, yeah. You know what it's here yeah. for. Yes. <laughs> the look nice? Well, no, it comes from a, um, my boo is a photographer. So ah. this was one of his, um backgrounds and I always tell people about his work where he shoots tits and asses. <laughs> Not glamour shots. What's his what's his uh, website? I love a um, his um I love a tit. Not so tit. much an ass. He, <laughs> just one. Just one. Because it's just the Instagram usually gets, you know, people like when I show comics, they're like, I need to follow him right now. And I'm like, what's his at at ransom? No, no, no. He, no, he. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you the account that has like um, acceptable pictures. The things you mentioned That's earlier. The, the things you mentioned earlier. What What is that account? <laughs> Not chicken Wait, sandwiches. The, 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 tits and ass. Tits and ass. It's a, it's a ran, ransom J. I think it's just ransom J photos. That might be that. But that one has like fashion stuff. Fashion. No pictures. Okay. Where's Where's the Cajun spices? Yeah, where's the glitter? The Cajun glitter. That that's R H O photos. R H O photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hasn't posted to it in a long time, but it still has a lot of prime, greasy asses. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look. That's the description yeah. of the that's the yeah, bio. A lot of, prime lot of greasy asses. Prime, prime the greasy. John, you're gonna need an all new Cubs hat. Deeper callback. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your grossest Cubs hat, and then we can go. I just, I already did. Oh, okay, that's the one. Yeah, I don't know. I think you, I got a grosser one. I don't know than how you that. top that. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it. Did you find it? I do. There is a lot of, there's a lot of oiled, oiled asses. And t- yeah. Oil. Picture. They're great pictures. Oh, yeah. You know, there's also, there's also some art in here. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I also, there's like a little. A little buttered ass, and then there's a little yeah. art. A well lit, a well lit angled titty. For yeah. the record, buttered asses are also art. Yeah. So That's it's true. art on top of art. Cajun sparkle. Cajun sparkle. I am eating it. <laughs> so the name of this episode has to be "Eating It," yes, or is, or is it Cajun Sparkle? I don't know. Cajun Sparkle colon eating. <laughs> Eating Cajun Sparkle. Eating yeah. Cajun Sparkle? No. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, like, yeah, yeah, eating it Cajun Sparkle. Oh. I just want to make sure that no one uh, ever has any idea what's happening when they click on this. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, as, as, long, as long as this is not like the Akeem episode, I think you should be fine. Dude, Mia, people <laughs> loved that shit so much, and I had no idea. There was an episode where Akeem Woods was on and it was just me yelling at him because he couldn't pay attention and he's like walking around his apartment and it's just me yelling at him the whole time and like people love I never know what people are going to like because it's a crapshoot yeah because people don't know what they're going to like until they see something and then they go oh I like that you know I think people like they like whatever they're told is popular they're like oh I like popular stuff so I'm because I'm popular I mean I'm 
honestly, we're all just a bunch of high schoolers trying to be friends with Christy Becker, the high school popular girl. <laughs> we're all just Dylan saying, you know what to do. Well, <laughs> you know what to I do. Eat it after the beep. Sparkle. <laughs> My voicemail says, I don't know what to do. Yeah, no hey, if you're confused like me, uh, I guess just hang up and call back when I'm home. Hey, I got a bunch of butter. Do you have like a butt? I'm an artist. <laughs> I have a bunch of butter. Do you have like a butt? <laughs> Maybe that's the next piece. Butter butts. Hmm? Butter butts. Milk butter over tasteful, a butt. Some tasteful butter butts, maybe. Don't say butter butts while the putter balls are on here. It's going to confuse people. Yeah. I'm not saying Phrase, they're... Tasteful butter butts is hilarious. If I was to have an OnlyFans, these are ideas. Butter butts. He butter shoots butt. content for OnlyFans as well. I, I've tried to talk him into love. Uh, I told him I wanted to call tits and titters. I could have guessed. Well, tits and titters? No, tits and titters. Sex sells. You know? Sex sells. One dollar at a time. I was going to laugh and be like this. I was just going to laugh shirtless. Tits and titters. That's the laughing shirtless woman. Yeah, he was like, you're not going to do that. Stop it. He was like, just please well if we're going i want thirty thousand dollars a month i was gonna say if you're going for straight up income and likes on social media can i do that for thirty thousand i'll do it yeah people will pay you to not do it you have to shake your head around though i think you can do it any any style i don't think it has to be doesn't matter what music you play you have to butter your dick have to (laughs) even if you're not going to shoot anything you gotta butter your dick (laughs) it's buttered right now what has this turned into (laughs) a cooking show taken out of context everything that just happened is not okay to say uh or or that we use now on stage like when you if you bomb but we if we do well or if we bomb are we gonna be like man i just buttered my dick up there like which one i just buttered my dick and ate it on stage yes yes good and if you bomb you buttered your dick <laughs> oh, yeah. he really buttered a dick up there that? That, guy was, that guy buttered multiple dicks <laughs> oh god okay it goes killing crushing and the top of the mountain eating, eating it or buttered a dick no, I, eating it. yeah but if you stand on top of somebody's shoulders while they're eating it you're fucking <laughs> buttering a dick Thank you guys for doing this. Pop, I'm sorry we talked about dicks while you sat there and shook your head for five minutes. No, I was I just didn't have a new one to add. <laughs> <laughs> he just stands up and his dick is like in butter. He's like, <laughs> but I can show you what I've been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's John Mia, Jesse, Daniel, and Tiffany. Give everyone a follow on social media. If you don't follow them already, believe me, they want you to follow them. And man, do this. Tell them in the comments of their latest picture that they really buttered a dick on this episode. 
do that for me. If you made it this far into the episode, some of you are still here. Go to their social media and tell them, hey, heard you on Hunk with Mike. You really buttered a dick on there. Please do that for me. I mean, you're already going to go there to look at the pages Mia mentioned. And you should. It's a little something for the fellas or the ladies. If you like boobs and butts. That is the show. Thank you for listening. R.I.P. M.C.D. Love you.